Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love at First Psych, a Psych First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm your host and longtime fan of Psych, Jay Christie, joined as always by my co-host, first-time fan of Psych, Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Um, I'm drowning out here in the rain, California rain. Uh, again, I feel like that was last time too, right? It was, I think, two times ago, but yes. I believe I made a joke about the band Garbage being only happy when it rains, you know. Um, and I made the, what was it? What song is that? The, where they say it doesn't rain in Southern California? I don't know, but you did make that joke. The one I'll do now is I'll say, California rain, which is not as good, but this is the second time around. So we're, we're, I'm, I'm working with a smaller pool of joke options, but we're not here to talk about the weather in Southern California. We're here to talk about the weather in Central Coast, California. That's right, Santa Barbara. Um, but, uh, yeah, yep. I didn't get the res- response. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. Santa Barbara is beautiful. Never been, but, uh, you know, maybe, 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 you know, hey, let's, if this podcast becomes big enough, we'll take a trip. We'll go lot. We'll broadcast live from the piers of Santa Barbara. A thing, a place that psych was not shot. So it actually won't be that relevant. <laughs> but, um, wait, the know. office isn't there either? No, the office was in, uh, Vancouver. It all was in Vancouver. Okay, well, Vancouver road trip, let's go. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would love to go to Vancouver. And, and the thing is, it's it's honestly California's fault. I mean, you know this, that the tax credits are just not nearly as good as they used to be. And so, you know, well, everything. Get your money, get your money up. I, like, it's it's so weird because I feel like in our lifetimes, because now, fa- like, famously, no one, nothing ever shot in New York. But now the tax credits in New York are actually pretty good and a lot of things shoot in New York now. And I feel like less and less things are shooting in California, baby. It's It's, it's all backwards. Um, yeah. God, it's so annoying when you see a movie and, uh, cause I, there was some chatter on the MCU discord about how they're, you know, did some set dressing of different blocks in Harlem for the new daredevil show. And people, you know, were like, I don't know if this is annoying or whatever. It's like, I don't care how annoying it is for you. If I have that's to see a street, yes, they're, they're shooting it in Harlem right now. If I have to see a street that is clearly Montreal or Atlanta, called new york again i will throw something out the window so i don't care what to do with your street just please shoot things where they're set for the love of god yeah no i'm with you i'm tired of atlanta vancouver oh my the one of the i've actually i've never been to la and i was a it's a movie i like but the bit in den of thieves where they show like the federal reserve and they say that it's like the la central bank and it's like nope that's definitely atlanta that is 100 percent atlanta that is not los angeles Um, i need to watch den of thieves it's like heat, except like much worse, but still, it's still good. Anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk about Den of Thieves, but I mean, I could talk about that. I can do a podcast on the Benny Hanna scene for an hour and a half, but that's another time. We're here to talk about uh, episode eleven of season one of Psych. Uh, he loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. Oops, he's dead. There might be another. He loves me, but these titles are too long sometimes. Um, yeah, I do miss the monk out. ones. I miss the monk ones where it's pretty obvious what the title was. Like, yeah. you know. If you if like if you had watched the episode and you didn't know the title, and I asked you what do you think the title was, you probably would get it right most of the time. One hundred percent. This is a lot more random and harder to to guess. Uh, yes, sure. um, I I'm of the opinion that every TV show should have some type of convention with how they name, like a game to it. You know what I mean? Like, like um, Friends. Friends is a good one. Monk. Uh, Communities was always it would be like a court like a fake class name. Um, you know. Uh, Aaron Sorkin always would do a thing that every time his, the titles of his episodes were always a phrase said in the episode, which I think is, you know, interesting. 
Um, just a thing rather than just random names, you know? Anyway, yeah, I agree. Uh, but we start off in 1986 or what, in the past. 85. And in 1985, Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, way before Nirvana, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <laughs> there's bowling in this episode, but there, it's not for soup. Um, it could be. could be. Uh, but Sean, he's hiding something. What is he hiding from his father? He's hiding a shiner. He got he got slugged in the face. It appears right yes, near he's his eye. In a shiner and not a not a bottle of Shinerbach. Um, Too young for and that. And what? Too young for that. A- absolutely. Uh, and I don't even know if they had a natural distribution deal back in the eighties. Um, but anyway, uh, he got in a fight. And I can't really speak to this because this should come as a surprise to no one. I never got in a fight with anyone except for my brothers when I was like eight. The last time I ever got punched when I was 10 years old and I told my twin brother that if he said yabba dabba dude to the lunch lady, he'd get a milkshake. I got punched for that and that was the last time I got in any physical act. That's not well well deserved at all. I mean, it was – he embarrassed himself. And in my defense, my teacher told it to us as a joke and then I told him knowing it was a joke and then he did it and he got mad at me and he punched me in the face. Um, but that was the last time, but I assume you have more experience fighting and I'm not making an assumption based on your character, just that you are a person that's not me. So I assume you have more experience fighting. Uh, yeah, I've been punched in the face before, um, in Mexico. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, that just, it's, it's a story. It's a story, story. but I I was just thinking, I was going to try to come up with a joke. Like, you know, I just will say shit. Just that sounds good. But I'm like, I don't want to sound like I'm making a... I was going to say, comes to the territory. But I'm like, no, that actually sounds rude. Although if you would have said it, it happened in like San Mateo, I would have said it comes to the territory. But I don't want to sound derogatory towards Mexico. Yeah, no, it was a tough situation. Um, but yeah, I've definitely been punched in the face, but never by a woman. I've yes. been slapped, it, for sure. It was Elizabeth, who apparently, you know, had a crush on Sean. Classic thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the plot of every episode of Hey Arnold. We know it. If a girl likes you, he'll she'll be mean to you and hit you. Um, I would have guessed that Elizabeth was going to show her face at some point in this episode, but sadly, not the case. No, uh, and it, it never comes again. But so Henry gives Sean some advice that the thing you want to do is you never mention a woman's age or weight, except if you're Sean in the future, who is... An asshole? No, who is guessing a woman's age and weight as a psychic. That's what it comes Oh, I didn't gather that. I didn't know he was guessing a woman anything. Um, yeah. Okay, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I guess but we also forgot to mention that the most egregious part of it, of his assault, was he was eating tater tots, which nobody, when they're eating tater tots, probably deserves to get punched in the face. No. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty mixed on tater tots. Obviously, I like tater tots. So like, I'm not... I, I'm someone who I always prefer French fries to tater tots, personally. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess tater tots, they can be really bad sometimes, whereas fries are typically, like, pretty consistent. I'll say this. I, okay, I'll take tater tots over, like, a steak fry, unless it's actually oh, steakhouse. Steak no, if it's, like, a, but, sorry, if it's a place that, like, does steak fries, I'll say, the only thing with a lower floor than tater tots is a steak fry. Because I've had some steak fries that are, like, horrible, because they're so thick, if they're not cooked correct, they're just garbage. Yeah. But... And I've also had tater tots are absolute garbage. Whereas I've never really had shoestring fries can only be so bad. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of bad on shoestring fries, man. I don't uh, like them. It's like potato chips. I like a good steak and shake shoestring fry. Um, anyway. Oh, we don't have steak and shake. Yeah, that's uh, an easy. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> as this is going on, 
we see that Vic is giving a case to Lassiter that Lassiter clearly doesn't want, and so he pawns it off on Sean. Yeah, and, um, you know, he mentions uh, the guy, or the person involved in uh, this case is in interrogation room B, so they go over to interrogation room B, and Gus on the way there is kind of immediately suspicious that this case fell into their lap because obviously most of the time they don't want them involved in the cases. Mm -hmm. Um, And we find out why, because in interrogation room B, there is a giant naked man in there. Um, Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Gus says he's going to work it on the outside, but obviously Sean doesn't let him leave. And um, this guy's name is Mr. Turk. And he woke up naked in a field and believes he was abducted by aliens. Um, I think that it's it's important that they do ask eventually why he didn't put his clothes back on. I think this guy is just like an exhibitionist, but doesn't know it. I think he like I think he likes it. I don't think he's actually embarrassed because like, what are you doing, man? There's a towel. Yeah, I mean, right your there. clothes are right there. Just put them on. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, if he had his clothes on, then maybe Sean wouldn't have caught on to the first clue, right? Of course, but he's he's not trying. That's for plot purposes. I'm trying to figure out why the character wouldn't do it. Um, right, right. Yeah, so the first clue is that there's a stamp on his arm, which is the first thing he notices. Yeah, I thought it was a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I think you're supposed to think it might be a tattoo until they, he puts it together. Um, yeah. But And he mentions that the aliens that got him were small and green, um, and uh, there's some grass markings on him. Like, he's he's looking in a bad way. He looks like he was dragged. Yeah, he has, and, like, bloody uh, feet. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of fed up with the, how slow Sean's taking things, and he says he wants to be inspected now, and he gets up and, I mean, he puts it all on display, lets it all hang out. Yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked that they could show man-ass on USA, but, yes, yeah. Ma- USA, man-ass is welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we caught to the psych office. Wait, hold on clear- a second. Are you, are you making a joke about characters welcome? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. <laughs> uh, that we come to the psych office and, you know, Sean is completely poo-pooing the idea of aliens. Gus believes in them. Sean does not. Yeah. You know, this is like a, this is, you know, any show that pretty much gets more than like, what, 50 episodes? They all have their alien episode. Or... And I'll say this. This is actually, I would not call this sex alien episode. No, <laughs> it's not, one... but it starts off that way. No, but I'm saying that there is one that is specifically more, uh, much more about aliens. Um, uh, one think, thing yeah. I did notice, one thing I did notice when, because um, c- while this is all happening, mm-hmm. the credits are still rolling, and I noticed that Tim Madison directed this episode. Correct. I I, yes, I would. more. Yes, he's he did some TV direction back in the day. Tim Matheson, of course, of Animal House and other movies famed Fletch. Um, you know, he I think he got into his TV directing. I think when he was doing The West Wing, because um, he had a recurring role on there. Uh, yeah, and yeah, he just directs some TV. I think I think he's like super in the conservative sphere now, but you never really know these days. Um, I think he is though, which I think I mean I think that just makes sense. Like I don't know, I don't think it's surprising i mean um, he was on bonanza yeah i'd be willing to guarantee that he is and he i, mean, was I, I don't think board. that he was i don't know if he was back then I, the main reason i'm saying is i think he like starred in a couple like those bill o'reilly tv movies about like killing lincoln or whatever um and uh no, he, he was in killing kennedy i think uh doesn't know. anyway this episode does not feature tim matheson it's he's just behind the camera but um, we learn 
that well one sean's like these were hallucinations that people were drugged which is i feel like obvious like yeah. if a guy shows up naked in a field with a foggy memory yeah he, they were drugged like i don't you know yeah either that or he got incredibly tanked you know who's to say yes but i also feel like there are obvious signs and you know I think the thing too about like the specific the specificity of being in a field without a mode of transportation, like someone would have to bring you there, you know. Like it's not, uh, it's not like he was found naked on the sidewalk. He's found. Yeah, this is pre. This is pre Uber days. Uh, so yes. yeah, definitely some foul yeah. plays afoot. Exactly. Uh, and so Gus runs through all the drugs that he can think of that might do this. Um, and he's just showing off his pharmaceutical knowledge. The man knows psychopharmacology. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's several names I've never heard of. Um, I, I suspect some of them might be made up, honestly. Yeah, I didn't see any. Ro- I didn't hear any Rohypnol. Maybe it was there. I'm not sure. I don't think he did, but he also does say like types of drugs, so it might be included in there. Um, you know, and the thing is, like, he, like I think what he's the point he's trying to make is that a lot of different drugs in a high dosage will cause this. Um, and so he also mentions that. And this is kind of a weird thing. I think this might just be like an editing thing that uh, they say that Mr. Turk mentioned smelling lavender. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he like, it's in the like, field, you know, th- so that is enough for Sean to be like, oh, I remember this place. And so they go to this field with lavender, um, which is we. I feel like there's got to be more than one field with lavender in Santa Barbara, but you know. Yeah, it was like it was not just that. I think somehow they they got onto like there being barbed wire also. Right, there's barbed wire too. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the markings, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they head out there and um you know, the police are there now. Um yeah. and Sean right away notices that there are like tire tracks and yes. what I thought originally was a belt buckle, but yes. ends up being uh like a shoe strap. You know how so, you know I thought it was a belt buckle? Because my notes read belt buckle. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Um, and so they kind of like figure out what's going on there. And basically the police have found another naked man in the field. And mm-hmm. Lassie assumes that this is some sort of copycat crime. But, mm-hmm. I mean, what was the crime in the first one? The guy wasn't robbed or anything, right? Yeah. Lassie's just being – he's doing the thing that – I would say police and TV shows do, but it's actually a thing police do in real life, which is like, I'm going to go through every single possibility ex- until I reach the fact that there's someone committing a lot of crimes. You know what I mean? Like, it's the old, uh, the joke I always make about true crime podcasts where it's just like, and Jenny was the third girl to go missing in the last five days, but the police insisted that she just ran away, even though all of her belongings were found in a ditch with blood on them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, cops just love to be like, no, whatever this could be that makes me not have to do my job is what it is. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, but uh, I do have a little joke here. I don't know how to transition to it, but just pretend I'm pretend I'm doing the best Roy Scheider you've ever heard. Okay. Uh huh. We're gonna need a bigger towel. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I guess it's like a hand towel kind of. It was a little bit bigger than that, but I get yeah. the point. It was like it was one of those. It, it, I feel like it's a type of towel you'll get at like a hotel, where you just be like, "What am I supposed to do with this? It's not big enough for my body. It's too big for my hands." Um, yeah, agreed. But uh. Last one, let's get back to his car. He apparently has an enchilada in his car. Is that an enchilada and a burrito? I've never seen such a thing. I thought it was like a Taco Bell menu item, but I don't think so. See, the thing is, I would know that, and it's not. It's not. There's the quesarito, which is... Oh, I love that. Yeah, the quesarito is great, because it's just... 
just a burrito with like an extra layer of cheese on the outside. Uh, By the way, Mexican pizza is not good. No, it's not. It's not. And because I Taco Bell genuinely is one of the things with gluten and I miss the most. Um, And my personal, my personal favorite thing to do generally was, and I'm the only, only, I'm the only person whose favorite menu item is this. I love their quesadilla sauce. And so I would usually get like a taco and then two quesadillas. Um, There's a different sauce for the quesadilla? I've never yeah, had a quesadilla like, from Taco Bell. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a really tangy, spicy sauce. Um, and you actually can get it. You can actually add it to tacos and stuff, which I've also done. Um, but, Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that if, next yeah. time. Um, but anyway, the quesadilla was really just like, in terms of invention, and I know you feel this way as a, as a Mexican person. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more annoying than when, especially when it's it's almost always a white person who's like, "You like Taco Bell? That's obviously that's not real Mexican food, idiot." It's like, yeah, Domino's is not real Italian food, dummy. Like it's it's a different thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've never been like, I want Mexican food, then eat Taco Bell. If I want Taco Bell, I want Taco Bell. I don't want Mexican food, and I vice versa. You know? Yeah, exactly. And if I'm telling my wife like, "Oh, I'm craving Mexican," um, that's not Taco Bell. It's something else. And of course, it's not. Yeah. Anyway, I just some people are just annoying who when they want to shame people for liking garbage. And you know, or or I ask her if she's craving Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, damn! That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's your wife. You, you're betrothed. What the fuck is wrong with she's, you, man? She's staring at me right now, just like what? The- I can tell by your eyes, which is it does make it better. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean notices the stamp on the guy's arm as well, um, and uh, you know, he wants Gus to investigate the guy further, but they don't. But what? Sean realizes these guys are uh, they're tan, you know. They got the yeah. they got they, they got the Donald Trump look. Not really, not that bad. But yeah, they got spray tan. Now, just letting you know, I have never gone to any tanning thing. You can tell by my skin. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and I assume you haven't because you got the, the natural tan. Um, I have no natural tan, but I've also never been to a tanning salon. Um, no, yeah, you don't. I was saying that. I'm like, but you don't actually have a natural tan. But I also no, didn't want to get into like color color debates among Hispanic people. You're I'm walking a very thin line. <laughs> yeah, as I was as I was like, gonna ask you about your experience, I'm like, I'm I'm like, whoa! I just that the issue of color in Latin America is very contentious. I'm not sure to go there. Um, yeah, but. Uh, no. So not um, only not only is he tan, um, but on top of that, I want to say at this when this uh, episode and this episode takes place sometime during the fall or the winter, so it's kind yeah. of strange that they would be tan. So yeah. that leads Sean to believe that it's off to the tanning salon. Mm. Yes, and I'm glad that there's not a lot of tanning salon hijinks in this because I feel like tanning salon bits were a huge <laughs> thing in like 2000s comedies. Yeah. Um, Peaking, and by peaking, I mean the opposite of peaking, with when, uh, in the film Old Dogs, Preston? Robin Williams gets, what? No, it, no, because that Cresting's also up. Like, it's hitting, a, it hit the, it hit the nader when Robin Williams got stuck in a tanning booth in Old Dogs, it looks like, uh, a person of Indian descent in a movie that came out in 2009. Um, it's definitely the worst, but anyway. What movie is this? Old Dogs. It's a movie, it's a cursed movie. <laughs> That I watched because a podcast I liked did an episode on it. And it's like Wild Hogs? It's like by the same director. Uh, uh, it's, fucking it's, John, it's John Travolta and Robin Williams. And John Travolta, uh, Robin Williams ha- learns he has two twin seven-year-old kids and has to take care of them with his best friend, John Travolta, even though they're both lifelong older bachelors. And it is not good. It's cursed. 
and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. First. In that it is both like there's a lot of stuff in it that's like deeply like what the hell's wrong with you, and also it got delayed like three times because first Bernie Mac died and he was in it, and then John Travolta's son died and like they delayed it again. It was just a one of those productions where it was like, oh, this movie, God doesn't want this movie to come out. Um, <laughs> and like Robin Williams' love interest in the movie is Kelly Preston, who is obviously John Travolta's wife, which if that brings up a little real life, you know, I she's I know that we don't want to speak ill of the dead, but a little C-U-C-K, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, um, honestly, Andre, you're a sicko. You should watch it. It's a, it's a real sicko <laughs> movie. Like, it's really like a what the hell is this? Also, the thing, too, is it's rated PG and was supposed to be for kids. And it is just like, I. anyway. Um, so uh, Gus is asked to be like the guy undercover. And there's the whole bit where he's black. And, you know, I, I do love that he, like, goes along for like two seconds. And he's like, screw this. Have you seen these guys? Yeah, same. I was just like, oh, no, what are we doing here? Um, but okay. The interesting thing is that they figure out that this is a specific kind of tan. It's an Insta tan. And it just so happens that both of the two people that have been Mm -hmm. drugged or whatever, uh, live within a very close distance of this place. So that's why they go there. Um, so then, yeah, Gus asks if those two guys have been seen there and apparently they are both regulars and they're both single, which, you know, I guess that's just something that the people at a tanning salon know about you. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, they don't give everything away. They didn't mention whether or not they were ready to mingle, so we don't want to. Um, but when Sean's doing some snooping and Gus talks to him, they stumble upon the most surprising clue of all. That's right, Henry Spencer, um, who in the next scene, Sean calls George Hamilton, which is very funny. Yeah, that made me laugh. Um, also, really interesting because, I mean, Corbin Burnson definitely is like a really tan dude. Um, he's been mm. a tan guy in every episode, I yes. want to say. And he also is just like a tan. He's been, I mean, he's been a tan guy forever. He's really like super tan in like major league and stuff like that. Um, like he's a guy who I would believe goes to a tanning salon, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, he's, Sean is mocking him for take care, taking care of himself. This is like a very mid 2000s thing where there was like the whole idea of like a guy who like tries to look good. Metrosexual. Yeah, and they use that word, which is one of the dumbest things in the world. It was like, is that offensive? No, it's just really dumb because it implies that there's something unique about a guy who doesn't want to smell like dirt. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Um, Yeah, so that's interesting. We get like a queer eye for the straight guy reference. The first time that it existed. Yes. Carson Um, J and the guy with the glasses, who of course is now the host of Chopped. Um, One of my favorite shows. You know, he did a, because uh, he is a fellow alum of New York University, and at my graduation, they had a bunch of alums do, like, little video messages that were on the Jumbotron uh, at mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium, and his was, hello, NYU graduates, I hope you don't get chopped. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he knows his brand. <laughs> okay, you've um, told me this, but you've been, you graduated at Yankee Stadium? You're goddamn right, I did. Yeah, but it was the school. It's too. We didn't walk across the stage there. That was that we each individual like school because like every there's like the art school, the social sciences school, the laws. Like there, it's very split up. So there is an, a separate thing for that where like it's more individualized. Um, but the whole, like the big ceremony with the guest speaker, ours was Justin Trudeau, is at Yankee Stadium. Wow, did Justin Trudeau go there? No, but I mean, speak. It, Taylor Swift did it a couple years later. I mean, it's. It's uh, they just do they find someone famous. I mean, did you did you ever see the clip? Did you ever see the John Oliver episode on Justin Trudeau? 
I never did. No, I stopped watching John Oliver. I just never was a. I watched it maybe like the first year. Uh, is it about how he did uh, brownface that one time? No, actually, that didn't come up. Funny enough, uh, <laughs> it was uh, his cool party trick, which and was what that? he would like he was really good at like pretending to fall down like a like a set of stairs. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's I mean that's <laughs> cool. I mean, hey, that's a cool party trick. His speech was you know fine. Um, what was yeah. it a boot? It was a boot, uh, like being a responsible global citizen. There's a lot of like swipes at like how we can stand up to Trump and what have you, because this was in 2018. Um, not directly, but he was fucking talking to NYU graduates. Yeah. The audience was pretty clear. Um, except for the business school probably was fuming the whole time. Um, because that's the thing that is so funny about NYU is that it's a super, 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 super left college, except for the business school, which has some of the most conservative ghouls on the planet. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> um, I believe me. There's one guy who I knew met like twice because he was a not like an acquaintance of a friend who like was one of the people at Trump's victory party, like gloating and like doing TV interviews drunk. And I'm like, you're 21 years old and you're the biggest piece of shit I've ever met. Anyway, um, so uh, they're get telling the stuff to Henry and um, they're. Uh, they want to talk to both the guys to see what's going on with them. Um, but uh, they get some news about the case. Well, I think first at the tanning salon, they I don't forgot who, who comes up with this, but they assume that somehow a woman must be involved as well mm. because of the whole needing to get tanned situation, yeah. I guess. Yes. Um, but the case became legitimate because... Yeah, they go back to the field, and there's a third guy, but it looks like this guy, uh, he didn't wake up from his trip, uh, let's just say. Uh, exactly. He's dead. And yes. and and on top of that, it looks like he uh, he never got his hand ever in his life. So, no. yeah, he was pale. He's whiter than me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so Sean notices again the stamp, and he puts it together that the shamrock. So then we cut to a Irish pub. That apparently has Blarney Stone fajitas, which, no. Yeah. No. Um, like, I'm a fan of an Irish pub, and I think Irish pubs should have Irish pub food. Uh, you know, yeah. To... Uh, the place is called Shenanigans, which I believe yeah. is the name of the place from Super Troopers that they never go to. But, yeah, there's like a whole joke about that. Um, uh, I would eat these these Blarney Stone uh, fajitas. Uh, I would. I would try them. I mean... There's a huge difference between me saying this is a dumb, misguided thing and would I eat it, especially if it's bar food. Like, I, like I, I mean, I don't have standards. I just know intellectually that Blarney Stone fajitas is like, uh, that sounds gross. If you put them in front of me, like, yeah, I'll, I'll chow down. But, um, yeah. And so the leprechaun guy, uh, what is it, Marvin, um, is uh, kind of a pain. He's, you know, being a dick, but we learned that the stamp comes from speed dating, which costs a hundred bucks to get in. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, if that's worth it, it feels like it's probably like, a. I can't imagine that it's worth the money. Um, but well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've never been speed dating. Um, I don't know if that's ever something I would have entertained. Uh, or maybe I would have actually. I think I've just seen so many movies or like TV shows where yeah, speed dating is a thing that I'm kind of like intrigued by how that would go. Um, I I guess the thing for me is depending on how many people are there 
and it's six minutes per person. Six minutes is a lot. No, but I'm what I'm saying is that I'm just talking about the price. Given that if it's six minutes per person, and there's like ten, it looks like there's like ten people of each you know gender there. You're paying a hundred dollars for an hour. I feel like that just feels like a bit much money. I'm just talking about price wise. Well, I mean, single people. I mean, no, no disrespect, but I mean, you know, you're not, you're not, you don't, you're not dating anyone. You maybe you have pets, but you got a little bit of cash to splash. I, I, once again, I understand. I'm just saying that it, it feels a bit much, and also they say it might be a bit much in the episode, so I feel like I'm backed up by the text. But anyway, I mean, um, we need to have some sort of content. We we need to see the rates of other places. We can't, of really course, speak on yes, that. absolutely, yeah. You got to compare prices. Um, yeah. But then we. Uh, we cut to their meeting with Mr. Turk again in his home, and we learn very quickly why he's single. Uh, it's because he's uh, he's a little cuckoo. Uh, yeah, he's a little cuckoo. He's got a, a million fucking cuckoo clocks in his place, uh, which you know I think that's going to be worth a lot of money at some point. So good for him. Um, and so I Turk mentions that for whatever reason, uh, the ladies didn't take to him as they usually do. So I guess he does this a lot. Maybe mm-hmm. shenanigans ain't the spot for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that other weird things have been happening to him. Like he, he's applied for jobs. He's gotten super far in the process and then they just, you know, they don't give it to him, mm-hmm. which yes, I'm not sure what this has to do with anything, but sure. I think it's because I'm guessing it's because he got his identity stolen is the thing. I think that that's because if then they do a background check on him or something like that, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Or it might not mean anything. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but they decide that they need to get a first-hand look, so we cut to Chief Vic, and she's like, you are not getting the police department to pay for dates! You know, they want to do it, um, but, uh, what we know that Sean knows that it's a woman in sexy high heels who's about 5'2", and he deduces this based on the fact that there was a strand of hair on, like, a spider web that's hanging over the gate, so, like, he can figure how tall she is. And he draws a, a drawing of the tire treads, and then leaves Lassie a note that says H and K's. Yeah, and I guess this is enough to get Vic to sign off on it. And uh, mm-hmm. not only does she sign off on Gus and Sean doing it, but also she wants Jules. They call it Jules, right? Can I just say that? Yeah, yes, yes, he okay. is not. Yeah, Jules and Lassie to join the party, um, which sounds like it's going to be fun. Yeah, which it's also, I love that she's like first disputing paying $100 for Sean to do it. And then she's like, ah, let's throw 400 um, And so, and also at this yeah. moment, we learned that um, the they all came back positive for a compound called GHB. And the dead, like that one guy died because he had a heart condition. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we cut to the bar later. We learned that the Tyler is from a late model sports car. Um, and uh, Lassie is... Lassie is not showed. He he's not dressed for speed dating. I mean, he might be. I've seen I've seen people that dress up like this. I mean, he does just look. He, you know, screams "cop," but uh, yeah. and Sean calls him out for that. But you never know. Some guys like to dress up. You know, that's just their mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think Sean's right though. You got to let the chest hair out a little bit. You know. Um, yeah, no tie, no tie. Just you know, a little a little Gus look. For him might do him well yeah and and i feel like i feel like he's got the he's got the the build for it like i feel like you're a skinny guy Absolutely. you can pull that off really well the no tie collar open um you know uh yeah and sean so, wants him to show a little bit of chest hair but uh yeah. this all gets interrupted because it's time to speed date let's go yes um and so we cut to like some obviously you know the classic montage for speed dating 
the first person Sean talks to says that his last name is uh, Offenendrahini. <laughs> yeah, Offenendrahini, and then something Teets. Yeah, uh, I think it's Bus Teets. Bus Teets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, well, I did not see that coming, but I won't get to that yet. Well, um, no, but she then, mentions, you know, she asks about if she had a pet go and did you have any pets? She's, you know, she's asking. Oh yeah. shit like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we cut to Lassie on his date and his date mm-hmm. mentions that he has kind eyes, but he's just, you know, he's, he's very business, uh, mm-hmm. oriented on this date. He's not really there to actually mm-hmm. yeah um, do that and then we uh see um gus uh who is uh yeah he's talking to a woman about her shoes and it's he sounds like he has a foot fetish when he's just trying to figure out whether or not she wears strappy high heels um and then we cut to sean and juliet who are on a date and sean asks the most important question you me Burgess meredith nipsey russell on an island who do you have sex with? Right. Um, which, you know, by all indications, I believe Burgess Meredith was famed for having a big cock. I He was, Sylvester Stallone put it that he was a stick man. Is a legendary stick man. Yeah. A legendary stick man. Which is uh, a fucking great, great way to put that. Yes. and But then, you know, when Julia points out that everyone in question is dead, he's like, okay, Scatman Crothers, Flip Wilson, Don Pleasance, um, you know, all dead people. I don't know who the uh, fuck Flip Wilson is. Flip Wilson was like a variety show host in, I think, like the 70s. He was like what a very like a pioneering black broadcaster. He's like the first black guy to have his own TV show or something like that. I am, apologies for me the details wrong, but he was like one of those. You know, back in the day when just being a song and dance guy could have you give you a career for 30 years. We just were like on TV doing songs and dances. Um, yeah, got it. I'm I'll say this. Up. Whenever people uh, talk about back in the day being better, I disagree because that was the thing that people did. You just had a show where just we're gonna do songs and dances, and people might be like, "That's good." It's not. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's just not. I, I have a plot. Um, yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm in a mood today. I don't even know why. Um, what happens next? Because I've been talking too much. Um. Yeah. I. My note is just there is nothing Irish about this restaurant whatsoever. Um, so it's like a lot of Irish pubs I've been in. Yeah, basically. Um, and then I think one of the last... No, okay, no. So then Lassie's like on his date with Jules and they're just sitting there twiddling their thumbs, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, the night is over. The all dates have been completed mm-hmm. and it's time to assign scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, Sean has put it together that he thinks it's Darcy because I forgot fucking why. Because uh, she's the right height. She drives a Trans Am. An 04 Trans Am, which according to... Is a Trans Am a fucking sports car? I guess so, but according to Amazon X-Ray, they actually stopped making the Trans Am in 02, so that doesn't make any sense, but anyway. Uh, okay. And she wears high heels, and she works in pharmaceutical sales. So, Yeah, it sounds like she's a she's a 100% match for, uh, for Gus. Um, yes. And not only do we have them as a 100% match, but it appears that Jules and Sean are a 100% match. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. my. And, you know, it's a little awkward, and she, uh, Julia needs a drink, and Sean's got to pee. You know, it's just a little bit, a little, a little tension. Can you feel the tension in the air, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and so now at this point, we, uh, you know, Gus is taking out his date, Darcy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to speak ill of uh, the venue for your first date, mm-hmm. uh, but taking her to a bowling alley just doesn't seem like it's 
the coolest thing to do? I don't know. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Um, you have learned... to know they were into bowling first. Maybe that came up. I don't know. Yeah, we learned that, like so many people, Darcy just keeps wanting to rub uh, Gus's head. Um, but and, not the not the one he wants. Let's just say. I, I mean, I honestly, Gus doesn't seem like he wants any because he thinks she's a murderer. Um, and uh, of course, because it's 2007. Got a little needle drop, steady as she goes, classic. Uh, uh, I mean, you know how I feel about alt, aughts, rock radio, classic. Um, and uh, as they're there, Sean is wandering a little bit, and he sees a familiar face. For the first time, not in a power pantsuit. Actually, I guess we started in the last scene. But uh, in a t-shirt, which is it feels like seeing a t-shirt out of, outside of school. We see Juliet on a date. Yeah, it's it's like a affliction-esque almost. It's very of the era. Um, Incredibly of the era. Like truly, if you saw someone wearing it today, you'd be like This is irony or like this is a bit yeah, I, I'll say you you wouldn't see someone who like travels in polite society wearing that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, she's on a date with a guy named Kyle who uh tucks his shirts in, which cool. Uh and <laughs> and he looks super tan. So for a second, okay, like all right, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he looks tan. Like, mm-hmm. let's be clear. I'm sure he's, you know. I'll not say this. Right. Yeah, I'll say this. I I looked on his IMDb, to, and he, based on the photos on his IMDb, he's not white. <laughs> he's definitely yeah. not white. Yeah, but I thought this was gonna be like some. Maybe he was involved oh, at this point. You thought he was yeah. just like super tan? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Sean, just you know, becomes a total cock block, which. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not going to be interested in the girl, if you're not going to try to do something with her, like you know, take her on a date, like just let her be. No need for yeah, this. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's being, he's being. But uh, I guess the thing for me is that like it's such a classic TV thing that I'm mean, yeah. like, yeah, like whenever there's a will they won't they, there's always the bit where the male in the relationship is always like doing jokes and bits, you know, and the woman is like, oh, Sean, you know, the thing, think about it is that Julie, it's not stupid. She knows exactly what he's doing, you know. Um, Yep. Uh, so anyway, uh, they, they he cockblocks her, and um, we see that Gus is getting his head rubbed, uh, and she wants to go back to his place, move things to the next level. But there's only one problem. Uh, Gus didn't see this date progressing very far, so he lied and said that he lived by the beach, um, mm-hmm. which is just a wild thing to lie about. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going on, I mean, granted, yeah, I guess Gus didn't want to take her home anyways, but. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have a little bit more foresight than that. Exactly. So, Also, also a really fun fact. Uh, Darcy is played by Maite Garcia, who used to date Tommy Lee. Used to date, date who? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, wow. A, 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 an eclectic bunch. I believe, I believe even that the lips that he got tattooed on his neck were her lips. God, what a life. Because he's with What's-Her-Face, the one uh, former Vine star, right? Um, who? Tommy Lee. I, I mean, I, you're, you're look at Brittany Furl- Furlan. I don't know who the fuck. This tell is. me, tell me who she was. Tell me, come on, give me, give me that Wikipedia. Please she was tell a me star Vine. On Vine. Yeah, good God, undefeated, never lost. What did she do uh, on Vine? I don't know. I, I was on. You know, I frankly, I just wasn't on the popular parts of Vine because they all sucked. <laughs> like most popular vines were garbage. Um, mm, I mean, enough. sorry. Popular vines, in other words, like one-off vines were good, but popular vine stars were all garbage. Um, 
Gotcha. So the obvious thing they do is they pretend that Henry's house is Gus's house. The moment you hear the word beach, you, I mean, you could tell that that's where it was going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, Sean mentions that he's going to sort him out. And so he gets oh. there ahead of time and, you know, he sees Henry and he tells him that he needs him to do them this favor. Just let Gus possibly smash that night. You know, I guess that's the, mm-hmm. the end game, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so... Henry's mad when he realizes it's about a case, but too late. Gus and um, Darcy show up. Darcy. And, yeah, and Gus is completely out of his element. He is, there's a bit of, oh, so you really like to fish? And Gus goes, God, no. Um, but, of course, yeah. he does like to fish because there's fishing stuff all over. Um, surgeon, you know. Yeah, my thing was like, okay, are there going to be, like, photos up of, like, a white family and they're just gonna be like what the fuck or she's gonna be like what the hell is this great yeah there's they don't go into that um frankly just because i think there's too much going on in the scene otherwise because as this is going on sean and henry are outside and sean smells something gardenia with a hint of mango Uh uh-oh henry just took a bath splish splash he was taking a bath yeah and like he starts calling him like a metrosexual and you know, Henry replies that, like, the manliest of men, including John Wayne, uh, they took bats. Um, and, I mean, okay, when's the last time you took a bat? Honestly, not since I was a kid. Like, a very long time ago. Um, yeah. Really? Just because, like, yeah, because... Is that even, like, an Epsom salt? No, no. Because, one, in Florida, my... Every house I lived in since I was, like... 10 the shower i would shower in was not a bath so i couldn't and then in new york in all my apartments frankly i wouldn't take a bath in most apartments in new york because like the paint is all chipping and you just i wouldn't do that so yeah i see okay when was the last uh, time you took a bath i have nothing against baths oh man it's it, i mean it's been a few years I want to say it was definitely at a hotel in like Vegas or something, or like maybe when I was yeah, like on site visiting. Honestly, I'm my family's taking a big. We're all taking a big trip out to Sedona in September. If they have a big bath, I might take a bath in that. It's a big Airbnb, you know, uh-huh. a little bath in you know. That'll be interesting. Go say what's up to all the vortexes. Well, the what's the vortexes? Uh, Sedona is like a heavy like psychic. Uh, like, there's like a huge psychic community there because there's some sort of vortex that passes through there. Uh, kind of like Casadega, Florida. Honestly, didn't even know that. I'm so, I, ironically doing this show, I know nothing about psychics because I'm just like, fuck off. Nothing real. Um, you never heard of probably Casadega? not the right. No. Wow. Okay. I, I'm kind of, and this is not good because I think that being incurious about anything is bad, but I'm just like so allergic to anything, mystic, mysticism, and I just. It's spiritual is I did yeah yeah I hate yeah Casadega uh, is the psychic capital of the world. It's in Volusia County. Volusia County. Okay, so that's Volusia. on the east coast. Um, Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's on the uh, the northeast near like what uh, New Spanner Beach probably. Um, sure. Anyway, uh, so um, John Wayne, yeah, 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 and but of course because Henry is honestly this is just he's just being a responsible adult. Made himself a nice meal. His roast is done. He put a roast in the oven. And Sean's mad yeah. at the man for having a roast in the oven? What the fuck's wrong with you, man? Let the man have a roast. 
Yeah, he's mad at that. I mean, I obviously should be more mad that he's going to interrupt Gus and uh, Darcy's date. But yeah, it seems like Sean is just upset that he's cooking a roast, which, you yeah, know, let yeah. the man let the man cook. Hold up. Let him cook. Exactly. Hold up. Let him cook. Um, and so he comes in and got Gus Lyons is a roommate. Uh, and so Darcy's like, well, let's go somewhere more private. And he shoots <laughs> the field, maybe. You know what's funny is like I was actually thinking about you when this happened because I want to say not too long ago you had a roommate that was like older than you. Was that the case? I have I mean I have three roommates and two of them no, are No, when you live with just the one dude, wasn't he like in his fifties or something? Or was no. Polish or something? No, I never had a Polish roommate who was older. No. Th- didn't you live with one person like recently? No. I since I lived after I moved back up after COVID, I lived with a couple and another girl who were each like between like 28 and 35 and then now i'm with three guys between 24 and 36 ish so okay damn i must have i completely just yeah okay anyways no no yeah honestly i would never do that i would just feel so uncomfortable you know what i mean like i'm i understand i i i'm sure you have a false memory of someone else but definitely Think about me. I'm definitely a person who would not want to. I just would hate that. Wait, hold on a second. Who did you move in with right after uh, those those bad roommates? The bad roommates. I mean, they weren't bad. I moved in here with just the same. I mean, the, it's changed a little bit, but there was basically there has been people coming in and out because it's a subletting place. But the no one was older than maybe thirty two of the okay, people okay, who changed out. Okay, yeah, it's you're definitely not thinking of me. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, um, so, so, okay. So yeah, they're, you know, Gus is, you know, on the couch with Darcy and, uh, you know, Henry goes in and out and Darcy mentions, you know, a little bit, a little brusque of her that, you know, that's kind of cramping her style. Like, um, you know, I'm not anyone to judge about putting out on the first date, but well, technically it's her second date. So, yeah. you know, um, so she suggests they go somewhere a little bit more private, mm-hmm. like a field. Which of course Gus thinks is gonna get him murdered, and so he tries to back out. And she, you very quickly realize why she's probably had some problems with dating because she immediately is like, "You don't think I'm pretty?" and breaks down. Uh, and it's a sad scene, but it's also a true scene. So we kind of get the idea that she's not the murderer. Yeah, no, it seems like she's a little bit unstable, uh, to say the least. And uh, you know, Henry and Sean are observing from outside, and you know. At this point, they or Sean still believed that she was the culprit, but Henry points out that uh, her eyes look sincere and real tears are flowing and real snot yeah. is being expelled yeah. onto Gus's shirt. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's not great. And uh, they yeah. get interrupted, or Sean gets interrupted because he gets a phone call from what we find out is Lassie, and Sean, yes. he's got to take off. Yep. Apparently, they picked up. Uh, Marvin the leprechaun loitering outside the house of one of the speed daters where he stole speed dating cards um, and he is he's lying he's t- saying no I was just trying to get dates you know what's you know I wasn't doing anything bad and you know he's lying he's he wasn't just trying to get dates you know come on but well I'm glad uh, he, I, I'm glad it ends up being one thing and not another thing what do you mean like sexual assault or something like that was like, oh right yeah, yeah yes 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 it is incredibly creepy that he what he's doing, capping people's addresses. You do got to wonder why they ask for your address on the speed inning card, but uh, whatever. Um, yeah. It feels like a really problematic thing. Uh, but Sean mm-hmm. wants Lassie to let him go. 
um, which Lassie Force doesn't like. Yeah, he wants them to let him go because he seems to think that there he's this isn't a one man operation. No. Um, there might be someone else involved, so if they let him go, he might lead them to his partner. Yes, and so uh, they let him go, and um, they go back to the bar. And when there's no speed, anything going on, uh, we see that Gus shows up uh, wearing a Hawaiian shirt that he borrowed from Henry, um, mm-hmm. which looks like it came right out of my older brother's closet. Uh, and so Lassie's just fully, you know, he the speeding person's like, you know, you're not that good. at, but And he pulls out his badge. You know, he's not. Th- this is a police business. They're not doing any hijinks. Except, of course, Sean has to do hijinks when he goes and enters the speed dating himself. Yeah, he does. He uh, Not only does he do that, but he also cock blocks again. Uh, he gets in on another on another date, uh, you know, with a, a fine-looking young woman. Um, mm-hmm. And what he's, what he's, like, figuring out now is that the other partner in this crime ring uh, mm-hmm. probably is a woman. Um, and right as that's going down, he notices... Glenda, who was the mm-hmm. first girl who he was set up on that speed dating with, uh, she has a, a tan line around where her ring should be, mm-hmm. and so does Marvin. Yeah, interesting. Classic clue. Always love that. The only time it's ever been better, of course, is the bit in Monk where remember in uh, Mr. Monk goes back to school when uh, he notices the indent in Andrew McCarthy's wallet showing that he often takes off his wedding ring. That's un- that's, yes. a, that's an undefeated clue. That's a great clue. Um, that is a great clue. Uh, so he puts it together that Glenda and Marvin are married, and he makes a big scene. Basically, mm-hmm. the joke is, and this is a fine joke, that everything is about like that the big crime they committed actually was preventing people from falling in love, which, you know, Sean loves to make a scene. Um, but we learned that they're stealing identities because... They were getting personal information, and then the questions she was asking were common, uh, common security, security questions. questions. Which I feel like now, other than Mother's maiden name, I feel like none of the ones she was asking were the ones that are still like the. Yeah, it's usually like, what street did you grow up on? Who was your first, yeah. like your second grade I teacher, always, and shit like that. I and and when you have a choice of doing them, and obviously I'm not going to give away my answers, I'm not an idiot, but. I always do the ones that are completely concrete. Whenever it's like, who was your favorite ex? I'm like, I might f- think differently. You know, I don't want to, you know, like, uh, I want specific teachers. Cause I remember all my teachers very well, you know, like who, who was your date to prom? Like, that's a good one. Cause there, I only had one date to prom. You know what I mean? I think it's an easy to remember, um, yeah. thing. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I always get, I always get, I always get caught up on like, depending on like where you answer, like if you're setting this up on your phone, you have to assume that the it's going to be capitalized. Whereas if you're on a laptop, I typically don't capitalize things. So sometimes that like fucking trips me up. I understand what you're saying, but know your audience. When do you think the last time it was that I didn't capitalize the thing that was supposed to be capitalized? <laughs> the only time uh, I don't is it. The only time I ever don't is if I'm doing a tweet where the joke is that I'm pretending to be dumb and that I don't capitalize things. And in every other situation, um, I mean, you're talking to someone who has every person in my contacts except for my mom and dad or first name, last name. So, like, I can't relate to most of these things, unfortunately, because I'm the worst. Yeah, I'm looking at, like, our texts and, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm, I suck and I'm insufferable, but 
you know, it is. You you think yeah. it's hard listening to me? Imagine how hard it is to beat me. Um, but anyway, uh, they steal the stuff and then they drug them, steal their credit card, and they steal the identity. Um, you know, classic identity thief scam. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, then that's uh, that's it all. That's all of it. Well, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is that like. Turk was right. He did see a green man that day. It was just Marvin in the leprechaun costume, which is kind of exactly. funny to me. Exactly. And um, so then we have then another bit. Yeah. Oh, go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. There you go. Oh, geez. Okay. Sean and Julia have another moment where it's like, you know, they talk about it and we learned that Kyle wasn't cutting it because he can't bowl. Now I have to ask you, are you good at bowling? I used to be good. I suck now. Yeah. I've probably only bowled three times since I've turned 18. Mm-hmm. This is not a thing that I do that often. Um, I'm not, like, embarrassingly bad in that, like... Like, I'm bad. Gutter balls? But I'm not... Yeah. What? Yeah, I, like I, yeah, I definitely do... Yeah, I do plenty of gutter balls, but I'm not, like... If... I'll say this. If it's a party of just, like, random people, most of which are not adults who bowl, because most adults don't bowl... I will not be the worst person there, probably. Oh, whoa, whoa, just whoa, because... hold on a second. There's plenty of fucking bowling leagues out there. Please stop. No, no, what I mean is that, like, if it's, like... Because the last time I bowled was at my good friend Michael Springthorpe's... Actually, it was in January of 2020, so it was right before the pandemic. Uh, he had a party let, where it was, let's, like... Let's, let's, let's limit this to, like, most, like, coastal elites don't bowl. Adults. Okay, fair. I would say most random adults don't bowl regularly, I would say. Most random, I don't think so. Uh, but in, in I any think event, in the Midwest, it might be a little... A little... Okay, go fa- on. Yeah. Fair. In any event, if I'm at a party like that where no one there was a serious bowler, like, it was just like... A, and also it was like a f- thing where it was mostly just to get trashed and bowl. Um, I'm not embarrassing myself, if that makes sense. And I say that because most sports I am embarrassing myself. And bowling, like, it's just I kind of have the idea of how to do it enough. The thing too about it is that I'm good at making the ball go pretty fast. And so even if I get a gutter ball, it doesn't look as embarrassing because it's not like I did like it wimpily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so we go back to the date. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because he was a bad bowler. And so also like Jules has like kind of like an awkward energy. And so, you know, she basically admits that she doesn't believe in the perfect match that that was, you know, uh mm-hmm. That, that was said to be between Sean and her. And Sean just admits that he just stole her answers over her, her, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, great. And she just didn't want any weirdness between them. But, you know, I have the sneaking suspicion that that's going to be happening anyways. Yeah, you know, there's some awkwardness. Season. See at work, work style. It's just clear, you know, there's a little... And, and the thing is that, like, I feel like in this day and age, people don't value a good will they, won't they. And it's like... I think it's if you're like, oh, it's so cheesy. Like, why does every show need to have it? It's like because it's good and it works. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like there's just the, the there's no discourse I hate more than like the why can't these characters just be friends? It's like I suppose they could, but you know what's really dramatic is when people who were friends start kissing. Like that's good TV. Um, anyway, yeah. <sighs> then most importantly, Gus starts to eat the fajitas, and Sean points out something very important. Yeah. Um, they could just get jerk chicken. You know, I've never had jerk chicken. <sighs> I've had jerk chicken, I think, twice. And both times it was delicious. And I'm like, why don't I have it this more? Um, yeah, it's that. just the spices are great. Um, yeah. I need to get some jerk chicken. I mean, the pro- uh, uh, frankly, the problem with me now is any 
sort of very authentic place is going to be the place where it's hardest for me to know what actually I'm eating, like allergy wise. Um, yeah. You know, and that's not to paint a broad brush, but just generally speaking, if it's a place where you're getting like really authentic any food, there are going to be people who, what did you ask them? Does this have gluten in it? Is it like, go fuck yourself, which fair, but uh, you know, to tell it to my small intestine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. You got to be careful. We're getting older. I mean, you know, you don't, you're not getting any younger. I think it was a, one of our great poets who once said the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Um, anyway, what do you give this upside of 10? Uh, I gave it a seven and a half. I gave it a seven. I feel like it's a little uneven. It's, it, this is one of the last episodes I feel like that feels like a very early psych episode where they don't have a very clear idea of what they're doing. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of like, just like the theme of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. it feels like the episode has a lot of different ideas. Like, it starts off, like, the alien abduction thing, and then it goes to speed dating. Like, it just doesn't feel like it has a very coherent um, through line. But that's not what's important. What's important is you follow us on Twitter at First Psych, or are you on Twitter, Andre? Uh, at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at Jay Christie. Please rate, you subscribe, share the show with the best, biggest psych fan in your life. And um, more important than that, tune in next week. As we talk about cloudy with a chance of murder.